Simplified Chaos, episode 125. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. friends welcome to simplify chaos this is jillian one of your hosts and i'm with my husband and co-host nicholas what's going on folks hope you all are having an amazing week sorry we missed you last week but uh we were out of town and did not have access to our equipment <laughs> to say the least yes so with that we have another great show for you this week jilly what are we going to talk about Oh, this is going to be a fun one because Nick and I are kind of going to interview each other yes. about remote working and then just getaway experiences because both of us have had different experiences the past couple, well, the past week. And we wanted to share a little light on to what that looked like and yeah. kind of how we, the reflections we've had. And yeah, I'm really excited to ask Nick some questions about remote working and Um, to answer some questions about my recent getaway with a friend. Exactly. So stay tuned for that. But before we dive into that, as always, we'd love to show some gratitude before we we get into our topic. So Jilly, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful for two things. Number one. Is that allowed? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Number one is you. Oh. Just for being the partner that just grows alongside me and you know, listens to me, not just hears me. What? <laughs> and you always do that when I, I do. say that. I do. If you haven't, it doesn't get tired. If you haven't listened to previous episodes, anytime I say that Nick listens to me, he's always like, "Huh?" Um, yeah, you're such. That's because I'm listening. <laughs> so true. I mean, um, just just going with it. Like, if I say I need something or I want to explore something or I want to try something, you are always on board and you never, like, you sure about that? I don't think that's a good idea. You just kind of let me go with what I feel is best and then learn from the experience versus trying to tell me what you think. If you do have an opinion about it, I don't know. But you're always encouraging me with just, that's exciting, or go for it, or, you know, just positivity instead of always, like, judging or, like, putting your fear into a situation if you did have any. So I'm just very grateful for the way you communicate or not communicate. (laughs) (laughs) And also Facebook, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but before unexpected, I've been using Facebook messenger recently to connect with certain people in the area to try to find a babysitter for Lucille. And when I was on Facebook, I did notice something popped up a year ago today, or is it July 26th? Anyway, it's like, A year ago. What is today's date? Today is the 26th. Yes. (laughs) Okay. A year ago today. We're recording this on Monday, July 26th. Sorry. Go ahead. This is going to sound kind of crazy. A year ago today, this is the weekend we first explored Charlottesville. I did see that. I did see that. And we were supposed to be in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And we were not comfortable at the time taking the flight. So we decided to look at the the map, and I don't know if we really looked at a no, map. No, we but just heard good. We things heard about a lot of great place. things about Charlottesville, so we were like, "Let's get an Airbnb. Let's see what's open down there and do some exploring." We know it's close to the mountains, and 
we had an amazing trip and fell in love with this area. Yeah, and for those who may be here for the first time, we live now near Charlottesville. So it's kind of crazy how within a year we found this place, we explored this place, and we said yes to... The dress. (laughs) To basically moving our whole life here and it's so far it's been pretty magical and i don't know it's just it's so crazy you feel like a year hasn't been a lot of time but when you've been dreaming and talking about what you want and where you see your life evolving it's kind of like everything just led to this place and it's just kind of cool that it's we're here and it's it seemed like it kind of happened fast but really this is the ideal setting that we kept describing to ourselves about where we saw ourselves next so it's just kind of fun yeah. Looking back, reflecting. Absolutely. But yeah, what Absolutely. what about you? That was a long one, sorry. No, no. Well, you had two of them, so. You're but welcome. Mine kind of ties with, with the episode, so I think it'll be a nice little transition, mm. if I must say so myself. But, you know, for me, I'm grateful for home. And I know we, we had this conversation yesterday. It We had a very interesting, I don't even want to call it a vacation, but, you know, time away from, from our house here in Charlottesville, we didn't have like the same experience, although we we did have some overlap in what we did. But like, I was gone for ten days. You were gone for like eight days. Came back and then we're gone again. So we we had a lot of different experiences. But like, it was just really nice, like just to get back home yesterday and and the three of us just kind of picking right up where we left off. And you know, it it really it feels like home. Anytime we walk in here and just kind of being away from it for that long, you know, really just confirms that, you know, this is like the right choice for us. And I, I know we, we kind of have all these, I guess, affirmations with every episode. And when we really think about it, that this was the right choice. But like, it's just really nice knowing that that is the right choice that, that we've made for our family. And um, it's been great because this past trip was all about seeing friends and family. And it's kind of how we envisioned it like us being able to go back to maryland whenever we want to or for for in my situation not only go back to maryland but go to delaware to see my folks so like this was a very easy trip for us you know and i'm ready to do it again like this is this is perfect for us so yeah that kind of like is what i'm grateful for is just this home our family and just everything, you know, about us um, just really kind of brought everything together. And I kind of agree. It's about the feeling like being home, it feels so good. And you're right. It's kind of like the universe giving us their its approval, like you did the right thing or this choice was good for you, which makes me think that because I think our radar in on that feeling and that vibe are so acute right now, I feel like when we know if we have to make a change, it's going to be like, okay, we feel this way. We need to shift or do something different. So I'm grateful for this experience because I think that our radar on what's best for us is really effective. Like we're, we're on par with like feeling out the situation. Like this feels great. We can make decisions that align with that. And then I think we're really good now at being like, all right, this doesn't feel good to us. Let's do this instead. So it's nice to feel confident in making decisions and just having that feeling, I don't know, vibrate our, like really like going strong, like, all right, this is the right thing. Or like, if we do feel something that's like off or like, all right, we know we need to do X, Y, and Z. So 
yeah, it, it feels yeah. really good to be home and it, it felt really good to be away. I like that. I think that it's kind of like with kids, it's like you contract and you expand with them. Like kids, like you be with them mm-hmm. and you have time, but then you need to get like expand and let them have time by themselves. So it's like kind of like in life too, in relationships, like it's nice sure. to have time together and it's nice to expand and like separate and do something different or have a different atmosphere. So I kind of like how our situation is kind of like how we thought it would be. It'd be like, we have, we have a lot of time here, but then we expand and travel and we could have getaways together, getaways without Lucille, right. getaways separate. So it's nice, all the freedom and support we have to make that happen. Yeah. And this is just kind of the beginning of all that. And, you know, we, we've come to realize that this is exactly, like I said, what we, we thought this would be. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for, you know, what happened over the last week, but, you know, what's to come. And so... Now we're going to have a little bit of a, an interview session because we had, Jill and I had such different experiences, but I think there, there's some great lessons that we can learn from, from these experiences that we wanted to share with you lovely folks. So mm-hmm. Jill, how do we want to, how do we want to set this up? You know, do we want to kind of talk about like what we did first real quick and just try to summarize it, you know, what you did in two minutes and what I did in two minutes? Well, let's just do you first. Okay. And then we can dive into me. We'll let's, do me. Yeah. So Nick, tell us about your last week. Sure. So it was kind of cool. I, I had a planned meeting that I had to be at at the, my actual physical building for uh, last Wednesday. So you were already going to be up in the area and it just so happened that uh, the, the team I played softball for when I was living in Maryland had a softball tournament the weekend prior to that Wednesday. So I was like, all right, well, you're already going to be up there. Um, how about I join you on Thursday and you know we can do a date night Friday night and then I would be playing my softball tournament that Saturday. Um, you know, Friday I worked from, from your mom's house, um, did the softball tournament over the weekend and then had regular season softball games that I played in. So I played in four games over the weekend. Um, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I worked from the office um, just because I had to be in the, the meeting on Wednesday. And, um, you know, I, I, your your cousin also works, so I didn't want to take up all the internet bandwidth at their house. So I was like, I'll just go in the office those couple of days and got a chance to, to meet my, my new boss, which was amazing. Um, you know, and, and as well as just seeing some people I haven't seen in a, in a long time. So it was, it was really great to do that. But then you had your plans to go to Virginia Beach and it was just like, okay, well, it's an easy transition for me to go to the Delaware to see my folks so that they can watch Lucille and I can continue to work Thursday and Friday. So, um, you know, that's what I did. I, I worked Thursday and Friday, um, hung out during the day on Saturday at my parents' house and then came back Sunday and kind of had a nice little break in that trip, seeing a friend from uh, Copenhagen um, for lunch, and and hopefully they're, they're, it sounds like they're going to come down to our way next week. But like that was kind of the long and the short of it is you know the it was a nice long trip. It was very easy. Um, I was able to work from multiple places, and um, now we're back home and back on our regular schedule. So that's me trying to do a two minute summary of all that. You did very well. Yeah, and I, I wanted to like ask Nick some questions just because I think there might be a lot more people that may work remotely and are still adjusting to what that's like. Or there might be people that are like, hey, I want to work remotely because I also value traveling as well. Right. And I would like to be able to travel and work. And I, I wanted to pick Nick's brain since he, like I did a little bit of remote 
teaching and traveling, um, this past year, but now that I'm not working, you know, it's like, I wanted to pick Nick's brain just because he's been traveling to a bunch of different locations. And I'm like, how are you staying sane? Like, how are you balancing (laughs) it all? Like what is making this transition so easy? So I did list some questions to kind of ask you just to see if it could be beneficial for anyone else out there. Who's like in that weird, like I want to work remotely and travel, but I don't know how to do that. Like, how do I have less stress when I'm doing it? And I know to each their own, but you know, just to hear your point of view. Sure. Okay. So how do you create a quote unquote optimal working environment when you travel to other places? So it's always about number one is like trying to find a quiet place. And I I know that's not always the situation in in some of the, the areas that you go to, but luckily that was available to me in every place that I worked at. So like at your parents' house or at your mom's house, I had um, I had the kitchen table, and it worked out because everybody was next door at your sister's house, um, so there was minimal interruptions there. And you know, I I keep a very minimalist kind of work setup anyway. Like I I basically have my laptop and I have an extra monitor that's very lightweight and easy to set up. Um, and, and just my mouse and I use the, the keyboard of, of the, uh, the laptop. So it's a very easy setup and easy breakdown, uh, fits into a messenger bag. Plus I just have to carry the monitor, uh, with me. But, um, yeah, all of that just is really just kind of finding the right spot and then just making my setup as easy as possible. Mm, okay. Um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to travel and work? at the same time so i think that you know the initial thing is is just kind of getting over the i don't know like the fear of not being able to get done what you're, you're you want to get done mm-hmm. so like that was a that was kind of like a big thing for me and, and really like the pandemic helped out when we would go to work at, at my mom's house you know you and i would do the same thing and having our, our separate space but like you know, the, the biggest thing is, is just, you know, knowing that as long as you have internet, you can work from anywhere. And I think for a lot of folks, you get really comfortable with your desk and your surroundings. And, and think about it, like if you're in the workplace, you had a desk for, for years, you know, you didn't share it with anybody. You, you may have shared it with some some people, um, just kind of depending on the work envi- environment. But for the most part, you've had your own desk. Nothing really changes. Like your setup is really easy. Um, but you know, with, with working remote, my desk could be the kitchen table. My desk was my actual old desk at my job. My desk was upstairs on a fold out table at my parents' house. So it's really, you know, just knowing that you can do that as long as you have an internet signal and and just kind of staying organized and and making sure that, you know, you can accomplish what you need to with a, a very minimalist setting. What tools or platforms or things that help you keep organized like i know you're very much the digital Mm -hmm. king (laughs) and i was wondering if there's anything you could share that really helps streamline you just kind of organizing the chaos of work when you are in a different environment sure i mean yeah everything that i have is online which makes it accessible whether it's by my laptop or even my phone so i you know we use a couple of organizational tools within within uh, my job, you know, my team itself, my marketing team uses Microsoft, uh, just a Microsoft product. Um, I think it's called Projects or something along those lines. 
or no, I'm sorry, it's Microsoft Planner. And it just, because it integrates with everything that we do and integrates with Outlook and integrates with Microsoft Dynamics, which is our CRM. And it just does allows our team to, to share things very easily. Um, for like my personal task with work, I use a, an application called Asana, which really just really helps me break out my day and, and more importantly, like just see my projects along different stages that I've set up. Um, you know, so I can do that. I, I also do carry a pad of paper just in case, you know, sometimes the, the old fashioned way fancies <laughs> me. And, and, and so, you know, I have my, my pen and paper and, and can take notes there. So really I, I, I kind of go across a lot of different platforms when it comes to staying organized, even Microsoft notes to, to take notes for certain meetings. Um, but yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it, it all ends up in the same place. And, you know, it, it's what really helps me kind of stay organized and, and meet my deadlines. So it sounds like even though your environment changes, you still have some continuity with yeah. the planning tools, which probably help keep you like in the work zone. Yeah. Um, okay. How do you spell Osana, by the way? Asana, A-S-A-N-A. I know there's a lot of apps out there. I'm oh, just curious ton of them. why you picked that one, or is it just because... I've worked with it before, and um, it's evolved a, a lot. I mean, there's some other apps out there that I, I haven't explored, but for, for me, it just kind of worked. I like the, the way that it lays out and everything like okay, that. I'll so, check it out yeah, just to see. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I don't know if you'll have an answer to this one, but I just wanted to ask you anyway. False. What, <laughs> what rhythms or routines are non-negotiable when when you do work like oh, i know yeah. you may have no, your, there are yeah like what what are rhythms that you definitely they're the same no matter what which i'm sure help make you like grounded mm -hmm. as well when you travel yeah so mine kind of revolves around one of my self-care techniques which is coffee <laughs> my non-negotiable are two cups in the morning and one in the afternoon and usually the afternoon one has to be at like two o'clock like that's kind of right around the sweet spot for me in the afternoon. Uh, my mornings can vary. Like it, it really depends. So like last week I had to make an adjustment. Um, and I kind of went back to my old ways when I was actually working in the office where, um, I would drink like 16 ounces of water in my drive to work. And then I would have my coffee like that I would pack with me and, and have that at my desk. So, you know, I drink coffee earlier, I guess when I'm, when I'm working away, but yeah, that, that's kind of my non-negotiable is, is, is just the coffee thing. And then, um, you know, it's everything else is, is kind of just the same. Yeah. That, that's really it. So just coffee. Yeah. What about like meal times? Varies. Like it varies? it okay. really depends on my, I mean, curious. even working here at, at home, my meal times kind of vary just depending on how my, my days shape up. Um, there are some mornings where it's a very light breakfast, which could be just a, a Lara bar or, <laughs> you know, a piece of cheese or something like that. And then there's other mornings where I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, and make some eggs or something like that. And then you also, some mornings will make some breakfast for me, which is, which is nice. Um, so you do eat breakfast and lunch, no matter where you go. Yeah, like you make yeah, sure that you exactly. are getting oh, yeah. no, no, food that's... in the system. I know there's some people that just like power through and they made a different you know, environment and they're like, Oh, I yeah. forgot to eat. So I just wanted to hear like, you definitely eat like your breakfast and your lunch. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. There, and some days it calls for something quick. Like last Friday was, was a little 
I wouldn't say hectic, but like I was just busy and, and, you know, if it wasn't for my mom coming and saying, Hey, did you want to eat something? (laughs) Uh, when I was working at their house, um, you know, I still would have ate something, but like, I probably would have put it off a lot later than what I normally would, would eat. So, um, other than that, I mean, yeah, routines are, are pretty much the same, you know, no matter where I'm at. And this is just my curiosity. I know like at our house, we have the desk that can move up and down so you can sit and you can stand. So I guess, what do you do when your circumstances are different? Like, do you adjust and like find a different place to stand or you just kind of sit all day? Like, do you? So at my office at work, um, it's tough to stand just because there's nothing there for me to, to prop it up on. And even if I did, it would have to be very tall. I'd have to stack like 10 books to get it to the height that I need to get it to. But luckily, because there was people in the office, you know, I would get up, we would go to the conference room. Um, so th- there was a lot of getting up and walking around. And again, go, go to the conference, go to the Sorry. conference. <laughs> but, um, you know, at my parents' house, that desk, I used the desk that you were used to working on upstairs. Oh. So it's kind of like in a, interesting height where you need kind of a stool to stand on it so i was actually able to stand up and it was the computer was at a decent height Mm. um in some of the meetings that i was in so like i would stand up and just kind of walk around and um you know it was harder to to type or work just because i couldn't get it high enough for me to actually be comfortable with that but like if i was in a meeting i would stand up and walk around cool cool yeah okay um do you feel more or less effective working when you're traveling? I would say it's about the same. I wouldn't say I feel any more or less. I, gotcha. I feel like very early on in the pandemic, it was it was making that adjustment. But once you kind of get the routine down, and as long as you can kind of stick to that, like you know, your work is your work. Um, you know, I didn't really find any distractions at either place. I think, you know, when you're in the office and you haven't seen people in forever, you're meeting people, then some of the breaks might be longer, but then you kind of make up for it at, you know, in in other areas. Like, you know, when I was at the office with lunch, it was just kind of eating while working. So like all the time kind of really balanced out. I wouldn't say that I was doing any more or less, but, um, you know, just having the flexibility never since I started remote working, you know, I definitely feel like I'm more productive. And I think it's because there's, there usually is less distractions, uh, during my day. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. What are some of your favorite takeaways from your experience with remote, remote working? Just the fact that I can work from anywhere, you know, and, and, whether it's at my parents' house, your mom's house, at the at the office, or if we were to, if you wanted to go somewhere and I just needed, you know, to, to continue to work, but just wanted to change it up that, you know, that I could do that. Um, it's it's definitely a, a new day and, and a very um, interesting time. And, and I fully plan on taking advantage of, you know, the, this whole situation and, and continue to, to work wherever I want to work. Okay. Yeah. Almost done. Man, you really lined them up for me. I did. Okay. How do you handle... I know I kind of witnessed this. How how do you prime your mind to handle issues with Wi-Fi and technology? Because I know you heavily... That's the one thing about remote work is that you heavily, heavily rely on that. So when things go wrong or there's glitches, like how do you prime your mind to just namaste through it all (laughs) i think it really depends on the time of day that you figure out that you 
don't have access to internet or that your internet isn't as strong as you feel like it should be. So like, luckily in, in, in some of the, a lot of the situations, you can always use the hotspot on your phone. But like, if you are getting ready to get on a call and then all of a sudden, like your internet is, is like not as strong, like it gets a little hectic there and, and you, you start to freak out a little bit, but it can, you can just kind of text people and, and there's so many different ways to communicate to say, Hey, I'm going to dial in. Like you can call in with the phone in a meeting. You know, there's, there's a lot of different things to do. So, um, you kind of just figure it out. It's not really, you know, the end of the world, but like there, there's plenty of ways to, to kind of connect. And in my situation, I found out that just kind of turning the video off, Mm. save some of the bandwidth and I was still able to be in the conversations just people couldn't see me they could hear me I could see what they were doing but they just couldn't see me because I needed that extra bandwidth there and I don't know if you noticed this I guess since the pandemic started I feel like people at work whether alongside you or above you in positions they have so much more grace than they did before it's not like they weren't (laughs) like empathetic and like oh I understand it's just like when technology is complicated it's like you know they were just like it's all right like no worries we'll finish this another time like there right there's not a lot of like what were you thinking you know what i mean so i feel like it's nice that employers have a lot more grace when it comes to just things not going the way they planned yeah <laughs> okay last question i had what is something you've learned through remote work that surprised you huh I don't know if I've had any surprises as of as of late, but I, I definitely think that at the beginning of remote work and and just like those first two weeks, it was just like I think I felt like how how the hell am I going to get any work done? Mm. You know, I was propped up in the dining room. There was kids running around the house. I mean, it was just <laughs> utter utter chaos. And then you know, just kind of made a, a a slight change in the environment, and then you know, come to find out you're, you're capable of so much more, um, you know, when you're in kind of in your home environment and stuff like that. So like it was, that was kind of like the biggest surprise. Cause I just didn't know what it was like. Like I've, I've worked from home a couple times, a handful of times before, um, and just never really given it any thought, but like, that was like the, the biggest concern. I was like, how the hell am I going to get anything done? And luckily found my rhythm and it was all good after that. And I'm sure you're definitely not alone in that. Just no, like, no. Especially if your home environment just like utter chaos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, babe. All right, Julie. Well, how about you set up your <laughs> little week and a half there, and and then I'll start firing away. All right, I just want to. I'm more off you. the cuff. You and that's good. Like you, I just want to applaud you because I felt like your answers were seamless. It was like you had. No thinking time. I would probably be like, "Oh, let me think. Let me ponder about this for a good five minutes to get collect my thoughts." No, so, I mean, I've been good for you doing this for a little over a year now, and true, a lot You're of like, lessons learned, and, and yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so my situation. Um, for those of you that don't know, I used to be a teacher, but I t- quote unquote retired. So now I am not working. Um, well, I am working. I'm a full time nanny slash mom. I'm gonna call myself a nanny now. I just watch my daughter Lucille and help her thrive and survive and help myself thrive and survive. So I did go back to Maryland, my hometown and stayed with family and, um, was with Lucille and family and soaking all that in for a while. And then I came back home to Virginia and had two days by myself, which was so strange in the beginning, but then I was soaking it in. Um, but the reason I had to come back is because I went to Virginia beach with a girlfriend for a little beach getaway. And we were there for two nights 
and it was so wonderful. So we both traveled, but, um, so first we were together in Maryland and then we separated. So yeah, I was not doing any kind of work at all. Like Nick was, it was just like watching Lucille taking care of myself by myself and then soaking in all of the, the getaway mm-hmm. vibes in Virginia beach and then came back home and now I'm here. So my first question, Oh, <laughs> you have that look on your face. Well, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting because like for the last three years, you haven't had like alone time in a house for, for multiple days. No. Like when I first moved into this house, well, when we first moved into this house, I was here for 10 days by myself. Now that's a lot, a lot of time to kind of do whatever and kind of things for yourself. So I was just curious is like, what was that experience like for you? And like, you know, did you like it? Did you not like it? Um, yeah. And it wasn't good, bad. It was just different because I think I forgot what it was like to be with myself for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, there was definitely this discomfort hump that I had to get through. Like I'm so used to either like watching Lucille or just hanging with you and, you know, like thinking about what meals to prepare next or what do I have to clean or just like, what are we going to do today? And it was like, all right, what do I want to do with myself? Like there's no other, other parties that I have responsibilities to take care of or (laughs) to plan for. So it was definitely like weird in the beginning. Um, but then it was like kind of reverting back to childhood, which was really fucking rad to like, what did I do when I was a kid when we just had time to just do what we wanted, you know? So I tried to revert back to things that I enjoyed when I was a kid and I got out some paper and I was just like coloring and like drawing. And then I decided to write because the experience that I was having, I was like, I need to write this shit down because this is what I'm feeling about it. And I was able to reflect a lot on just this transitional period because I'm realizing that I had a lot of fear about just not working. And it's so weird to say, like I've wanted this time and space with Lucille for so long. And Mm -hmm. now that it's here, I feel like I need to know what's next or to provide income. So I've been really processing what my worth is and that my worth is not tied to an income. It's not tied to a profession or a job. So I've just been doing a lot of soul searching and kind of really diving into finding me again yeah you know what do i want to do like what do i want to explore and play and stop focusing so much on what's next and just try to be more um i did indulge in some some shows now and then but i didn't want to make i didn't want to get so involved that it distracted me from like really like spending time with myself i feel like when you watch tv you don't really spend time with yourself it just kind of distracts you for a while which is nice to have distractions every once in a while but yeah sometimes you need that yeah so it was like i feel like it was a nice balance between like i would watch a couple shows and then i would be really excited to like cook by myself and dance and i think i I even created some videos so i was creative not only with with instagram and making reels and kind of sharing like my experience but i also shared like poetry and just i wanted to share the experience of being alone because i feel like there's a lot of people who may feel the same way or I was talking with a neighbor how I kind of related to what it may or may not be like to like when you're an older like when you retire like oh, there's a lot of people who tell me like you know what do I do like I'm, I don't know who I am anymore I'm trying to figure out what to do with my time so to me it's nice I would like to do more of these occasional 24 hour 48 hours days to myself to <laughs> kind of like 
program in not to forget who I am and what I can do by myself. Because one day, yes, Lucille's not going to be here in our house. And I don't want to think about oh, that Jesus. now, but no, but I just want to make sure to, you know, I, I always talk about balancing time and that's what mm-hmm. I strive for. But I think I sometimes forget to balance time to be with myself for a long period of time versus just 30 minutes. And I know life is life. Like we got to do what we can, but just to be intentional and to like you plan getaways or appointments ahead of time. Like it, it would be cool now to put in my planner just to be like, Hey Nick, I would like to have 24 hours by myself. And you were so open to that. And I feel like we're so great at growing together that I could totally be like, you, you would be like, yeah, let, that's great. Cause I would love to do that with you. Like I want to date a date with myself, like 24 hour date with myself. And I want to start doing that because I think it's easy to forget what your needs and wants are when there's so many other things going on. Yeah. That was a really long response. Oh, no, Sorry. no, that was, that was great. I remember what my wants and needs are when I saw you. <laughs> when we came back. Oh, you're funny. So what were your guilty pleasures when you were by yourself? Guilty pleasures. Mm. Were there any guilty pleasures? Oh, I'm going to dive into all of that. I don't, there's no such thing as TMI. Um, so <laughs> I did watch like three episodes of The Affair just because oh, I'm... So, so that's why it popped up on my Amazon. Yeah. I love the buildup of So anything. you watched season one, didn't you? I didn't watch the whole season. I just watched three episodes because then I started getting annoyed when like certain characters were introduced. I'm like, yeah. all right, the excitement and the buildup is gone. So for anyone who's never seen The Affair, it's about a married man who has an affair with another married woman and just the buildup of them meeting and the rendezvous and the secrecy and the sex. It was just like, I love seeing with any love story. I love seeing the buildup of how they meet and that first kiss or the conversation. So I did watch three episodes of that. Oh, I did watch a movie that was really good. It was an Amazon movie. I think it was like something about, I have to look it up. I'll put it in the show notes too. It was a really (laughs) cute, cute movie about um it was almost like groundhog day like time had stopped and they kept repeating the same day over and over again except it was only this girl and this boy and they didn't know each other and it's like all about them trying to figure out what is the meaning behind them repeating this day so it was like interesting them experiencing the same day over and over again and realizing what why it was like that and how they kind of found more joy and like noticing the simple things and it was really really cute sounds right up your alley it does um, what else I did? I took my time cooking and dancing in the kitchen, which yeah, was I saw fun. those videos. I didn't put on a bra, which was great <laughs> all day <laughs> for makeup, which was fun. Um, I did a bike ride, a really long bike ride, which was great. Usually I can't do that during the day cause I don't have any contraption for Lucille. So it was fucking hard, man. It was really hilly and I was trying to just listen to my body and I was like my heart was pounding and I took so many breaks but at the end it was just cool to be like man I finally rode around Lake Monticello I kept putting in my planner I want to do this I want to do this so it felt good to like finally do that and just not think so much with my brain it was like really just focusing with with my body and just like listening to what it needed and it's not I really I feel like I don't get my heart racing a lot these days you know, like back when you're a kid, it's like you're doing practice and you're running and you're playing tag. But now it's not like I'm doing any kind of like high intensity workouts because it's just not the season for that. And my body just doesn't respond well. So it's nice to just do things that are fun, but also get my heart pumping and remember what it feels like to to feel like that. Like you feel like a kid again. I feel like when I get really, really thirsty and my heart's pounding, <laughs> it's like I feel like I'm at soccer practice again. Um, Definitely 
you know, took the time to make myself feel good, if you know what I mean. Word. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, wrote a lot of poems probably at after night. probably the affair. Probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wrote a lot of poems at night. It was just like pouring out at me a couple nights. I did read longer than usual, which was nice. Um, this is going to sound really silly, but there were two flies in our house. Yeah. And, um, you know, at first I'm like, I need to get the fly swatter and kill them. But then because I was in the house by myself, I'm like, actually these flies make me feel like there's somebody in here. Oh God. So Jeff Goldblum. it, it, (laughs) It was so crazy. There was one morning where I felt something on my shoulder and I was sleeping and I woke up and I saw the fly there and it was like, it was waking me up. It was like cute, like cute, weird. And you're probably gonna be like, Jill, get out of your head. But it was just like, and I'm like, I shook it off and then it landed like on my face. And it was oh, like, Jesus. it was like waking me up in a way. And I didn't think like, Oh, this fly is so annoying. It was like, thanks for noticing me. It's nice to be noticed. So I did. And I, I realized that it's, you know, you just, you want that affirmation that somebody loves you. Somebody cares about you. And, yeah, that I could fly have just texted was you at seven o'clock. <laughs> Again, in the it morning. sounds silly, but it made me reappreciate flies. That sounds really ludicrous, but I appreciate I appreciated the flies that were in our house. Guilty pleasures. I don't think I did anything. I did write a list of things that I did just in case I forgot. Um, so, yeah, Virginia Beach was your next trip. Yeah. Were there any realizations you had from that? So, like, you went with a, a friend. Um, you've never been on vacation with, with this person before. You know, you you guys have a lot of things in common, you know, mm-hmm. common interests and whatnot. A lot of similar, um, you know, beliefs and stuff like that. So, like, was there any any realizations you had from, from the weekend? Man, I feel like going on a road trip with someone can can share a lot about your friendship and it was a big old green light like me and Jess are like bosom buddies like I'm so glad we're friends we did a lot of talking and like you said I feel like it's so it feels so nice to travel with someone who appreciates the same things you do so it makes me be even more intentional when I do getaways just to make sure like you know, I like differences and I'm not saying I don't like people who don't challenge me. It's just that like, to me, a restorative getaway, I, I need to have a balance of rest, um, really good food, like quality food. So someone who appreciates that and is not afraid to try something new, someone who enjoys like doing activities. Like it was a nice balance of like, we did biking and then we just, just did like resting on the beach and we both were okay with silence, which was so cool. And we both were okay with going our separate ways if needed. Like she would do yoga on the dock in the mornings and I would just stay in bed. And it's really just kind of confirms like just really being intentional who you surround yourself with and especially who you go on vacation yeah, with yeah. to make sure that they are kind of, you know, adding to the experience versus depleting from it. Cause I think vacations are so precious the time away and you don't want it to, you know, to deplete you. And I'm sure you can learn from any experience, but I did definitely learn that I want to do more of those with her. And I love how open-minded she is. So I just, I just love the people that are in my life and I'm very grateful for them. So, and definitely, you know, I could have done that trip by myself, you know, thinking about it, but it's like, man, when you find good people to surround yourself with and go to a new place, that's, that's just so exciting. 
it just like transforms the experience, you know? So yeah, that's, that's all I got at the moment. What did you miss the most while you were gone? Mm. I miss seeing you and Lucille. I set you up for that one. And I just wanted to hear you that. Did. There, <laughs> and I like just calling those moments out loud. Like we would be with Jess and there, we would go out on the beach at night and just, we'd take a flashlight and we look, we would just spot like the little sand crabs that were going everywhere. And I was like, man, I would just say it out loud. Like Lucille would really like this. And it's nice just saying out loud how you feel and just, you know, reaffirming that, you know, you think about the people back home and you're trying to like pair them in your experience too. So it's almost like when I said it out loud, it was like, I kind of brought you guys along with me and it didn't make me feel so sad, but I definitely miss like anytime I would go someplace new, I'm like, Nick would really love this cocktail menu. He would love this dish. So anytime I, I had a, a memory or just an experience where I think you guys would like it, I would say it either out loud or I would say it in my head just to make me feel like comforted by like, you know, you guys are kind of here with me and yeah. Yeah. Well, last question is, when are we going to Virginia Beach together? Holy shit. I mean, I would go this weekend, but we have company coming. <laughs> um, yeah, I would actually like to go out of season. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like, it was really nice. I would like to go in September if yeah. we were open to it. Like, September or October, I think, would be really cool. Uh, and I would love to see Lucille out there. Yeah, I wouldn't want it to be too cold. I'd want it to still be a little warm. So, I don't know. That'd be cool to do, like something go out there for like the weekend and then maybe drive up 13 to go to my parents house mm. you know for like a week or something like that and stay there off season because it's awesome off season up there too so we it can, is can kind of figure to see how i'm tying it back we can do a little vacation then i go back to remote work at my parents house we just tied our two experiences yeah. together in a yeah. bay yeah we Look did that <laughs> awesome any other knowledge you want to drop on knowledge <laughs> Um, man, just to make time to date yourself. Yeah. Like that was so awesome to get that experience. Hell yeah. Yeah. Are we doing any resources or quote of the day or I think the, the interviews were Yeah, those are pretty pretty much pretty heavy yeah. with uh our knowledge or yeah. realization. Our our golden nuggets <laughs> for the week. Yes, I did have a quote. Oh, well then let's go with the quote of the day. Jilly. This quote is by Isaac Marion, and I looked him up, and it's actually the author of the person who wrote Warm Bodies. I don't know. They actually made a movie on it. It's a, like a movie with a zombie falls in love with a human. It's actually a really cool storyline. I am unfamiliar. It's okay. Um, anyway, the quote is, every experience, good or bad, is a priceless collector's item. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. All right, and take action challenge. Mm. I think, I mean, I, I like going with yours. I mean, mine's more like if you're going to work remotely. <laughs> you're so like literal. Yeah. Here, do these but tips if you work remotely. I, th- I like yours is like what you kind of said at the end there, like date yourself. Yeah. We'll have to do another episode just about dating yourself. Yeah. Like let Nick have an experience and like share what he what he got from it. And that'd be cool. Yeah. Just to make time for yourself, to date yourself intimately and make that shit happen. That's right. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's gonna do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing review, or you can share this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation, 
Conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See you all later.